0: Lori here, and welcome to the Awakening Moments Podcast. Grab a cup of tea and let's spend some time together. My co-host Rhonda and I are ordained ministers working together at Life Center Church. We are leaders, wives, moms, and longtime friends. In this podcast, we hope to share some meaningful moments from our lives, everything from lessons we've learned the hard way, or how to rise up in the midst of obstacles and insecurities. We will encourage you to take risks and remind you that you are deeply loved and completely worthy. Let's awaken life's most amazing moments together.
1: Well, today is an exciting day, Lori. Yes, it is. It is because coming up to Mother's Day, we decided to bring
0: our two oldest daughters on with us, Vienna and Emma. This is awesome. This, you guys are our very first guests to the podcast. Congratulations. You're making history today. It's pretty amazing. I don't know if this is exciting or crazy
1: <laughs> that we're bringing our two <laughs> oldest daughters on unfiltered. It's not scary. It is scary. We're really putting ourselves out there hope you appreciate this all you mamas out there listening. Well V, how do you feel V about being on the podcast today?
2: Well, I'm not going to lie. I'm very excited to expose you. Oh. Because just because I think it's going to be super exciting to like get my part on really what happens from my point of view. Um it's going I'm just excited, okay? Okay, I think, think we excited. should stop the podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think oh. so. I think we should keep going. This is probably going to be our best one ever. All right. Well, my daughter here is here with us too. Uh, and I have uh, two daughters. Uh, this is the oldest of my two daughters. Her name is Emma. Emma, how are you feeling about being on the podcast today? Oh, I'm just excited to, um, you guys finally don't get the
3: sugar-coated version of what goes on <laughs> behind the scenes. Yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be fun.
0: <laughs> okay, ladies, I know that you can already tell by these two comments that this is going to be a juicy, juicy episode. <laughs> I'm holding juicy. on now. I'm, <laughs> I'm like nervous. I'm starting to sweat. Okay, we're, we're it's all ready. Good. We're ready. We're ready. We're going to spill some tea today.
1: Yeah. So, V, I'm going to start with you. How would you describe your relationship with me?
2: Okay. Um, I definitely... We have a very good relationship. Well, I... I think we have a very good relationship, at least. Like, you're, I'm very honest with you. I think it's exciting because, like, we're we're very different. So we see, like, we have a lot of discussions on things, and it gets really heated, and it's exciting. But I think our relationship is really solid and firm and very honest, and that's what I think I would say about our relationship.
1: Oh, phew. That's so good to hear.
2: <laughs> I love that. Thanks,
0: B. All right. And what about for you, Emma? How would you describe our relationship if you had to put it into words?
1: I'd probably, like
3: I say, it's a very healthy relationship. It's like a very positive place and it's definitely safe. And we're more friends than we are like mother-daughter, I find we're able to talk about a lot of just like open and like completely raw things, which is very great. Um, I think we have a very healthy
0: relationship for sure. That's great. So, if you had to describe, like, on a day to day basis, what that kind of looks or feels like, what might you say?
3: Um, I would say, like, okay, so I'll come home from school and you'll be like, hey, how was your day? And then we'll have a regular conversation about that. And I'm able to talk to you about, like, oh, this girl is being so annoying today. Or, like, there was this really cute guy in my class. Like,
2: and it's just super open and fun. And
0: yeah. That's awesome.
2: And how would you say, B, how does that work out every day? Well, yeah, kind of same thing. Like, I come home, and then it's like, how was your day? And then I think I tell you a lot of the stuff that happens in my day. Usually more the bad stuff than the good stuff, but then we get into a good conversation on, like, a lot of the good stuff. And then it usually ends in encouragement almost every single time. Like, something will happen, and then it'll just encourage me. So I think that's kind of, like, every day how our conversations go. It really is true. Like, Mom, sometimes we expect we want to have these big
1: moments with our kids, but it really does show that parenting, the greatest parenting moments just happen in the ordinary, not just in those big moments that not to be, not to see small, those normal moments when your kids walk through the doors. And, you know, I'm, I'm the one that sometimes we miss it. Sometimes I'm not as present, but when we are hearing that come from UV, it makes me realize we sometimes minimize those moments, but they're some of the most important
0: moments of the day. Yeah, that's so true. I know for me, and I hope my kids don't find this annoying. Maybe you can, you can answer that, Emma, but I, I want to hear about every single thing about their day. I literally sometimes rapid fire questions about like all of these things, because I want to know all the details. I want to know, you know, what was hard about their day? What was great about their day? What happened? You know, whether it was their drama at school, you know, how did their classes go? I want to know everything. I just, and I'm, I'm actually, interested in finding out all of those things so do you maybe you can answer is that annoying or is that part of what helps us to have good open communication
3: uh well I would say like okay so it's basic it's been there since I was four years old so it wouldn't be annoying anymore because it's so regular and so normal but I mean I guess like when you're coming home and you didn't have the best day and you're just like you just want to go take a nap or something and you're just like How was your day? What was it like? Did you pass your test? Like, and I'm just like, Mom? Mom, come on, slow down. Like, at those areas, sometimes I could be like, okay, that's enough. We're good. I'll talk to you later. (laughs)
0: <laughs> but you love to talk too. That's true. I so do. between the two of us, it, it's usually there's lots of conversation that's yeah. happening. Cause we both probably of all the, of all of my kids, you and I probably love to talk the most. That's for sure. Definitely. And, and, and I talk the most. Yes. Yes. So that's fun. Okay. But it's not all good. We don't want to paint this picture. Like it's only good all the time. Like we have our challenges. We have, you know, our obstacles. There's challenges that, ha- that come on a, well definitely weekly basis hopefully not a daily basis but on a weekly basis at least where there's major stuff that's coming up or frustrations or different things so let's talk a little bit about you know what happens when you get into trouble what happens when mom and daughters don't see eye to eye or are not on the same place what does that look like so Emma do you want to maybe lean into that first yeah
3: for sure okay i think when we disagree on things because it's like parent daughter, parent wins, which, well, you know, because when you, you're, I'm a very opinionated person, so my opinion's right and her opinion's wrong, <laughs> but so like it's the same. She's we're almost identical people, so it's the same way for her. Like her opinion's the right opinion, so we try to express like our opinions towards each other, but truly it's just us talking at each other. We're not actually having a conversation because we're just so focused on like what we're going to say next to so, like one up that what they said before. Um, So, I think that you always win, though, because I don't have authority over you, so. How does that feel? You know what? Honestly, I just know in my heart that I won, so it's fine.
0: Oh, that is (laughs) so funny.
1: Oh, my gosh. I love that. And then for you, V, how does that feel for you when we Uh, have those moments together?
2: We are very different. So, basically, what happens is you'll say something, and I'll contradict what you're saying, but I will always push back, so it's never like, like it's with Jada, like it will be really relaxed, but I will literally fight my point until I am so frustrated and you are so frustrated, and then we just don't talk. Because I want to be right, and then you didn't know what I was saying because I got so like intense that I just started going off. But usually ends with no speaking after, because I'm just like, it's just a lot of bickering. It's true. Yeah, it's, it's true. Yeah, exactly. It gets pretty heated. It does. It's like my dad and my sister leave the room. It's just me and you like basically yelling, like getting, trying to get our points across usually if we're in a fight. So. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yelling. What would be yelling to you? That's always interesting to me when my kids say, you were yelling.
2: I'm like, <laughs> what is yelling? Well, you have a gentle, natural voice. So when you start yelling, you're like, your mouth gets really wide when you start talking. And your voice, like, echoes. Like, it's actually yelling compared to, like, your natural voice. Okay, so it's actually talking loud? No, you're yelling. Oh, <laughs> well, yes. You're talking loud, but it's yelling. It's yelling in my eyes because I'm used to being like, oh, like, yeah, it's okay. But then you get, like, really loud, so it's basically yelling.
0: Okay, that is so funny. Super intense. <laughs> it's, I guess you get it's very scary. intense, I do. <laughs> I do. I get intense.
2: It's so like, and true. then we start using like our fingers and like pointing at each other and then like using hand gestures. It's, yeah. So we're
0: probably more alike than we realize. <laughs> probably actually. Yes. <laughs>
2: probably. Yes.
0: <laughs> probably in those moments. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. So then, all right, if we're on this topic, let's give an example. So let's give an example of how this plays out. Like, you know, when you get in trouble about something, what does that, what, what happens? What, what does mom say? <laughs> how, oh my gosh. how does this go? Okay. So, Emma, okay. why don't you, t- you answer first?
3: Okay. When I get in trouble for something, which is... Like, give
0: us an example of a time okay. that you got I in trouble me. and what it kind of looks like. Okay. Like, hmm. I think today, maybe, you actually...
3: I didn't get in trouble today. No? Well, we
0: what? got kind of scolded, but...
3: <laughs> it wasn't just me. It was a sibling, not it. it. was the family.
0: That's true. That's true. I mean, share a story. So, what does it okay. look like when you get in trouble? Um, okay. Like, what... You're really good at actually acting like me.
3: <laughs> okay, yesterday, uh, my mom came in my room. And I was cleaning it, okay? And she was like, oh, do you want me to help you like, organize your clothes or something? And I was like, no, no, I'm really good. I'm tired and stuff. And when my mom, like, there's just something about when I'm cleaning my room and I'm just getting home from school, I don't want to be corrected on the things in my room that, like, are not perfect. But my mom's a perfectionist when it comes to my rooms, like, our rooms being clean. So she's like, Emma, you have three crumbs in the corner over there, like, you need to go get the vacuum and take care of that, and I, my patience level gets so short with her, I just snap, and, you know, my words are pretty, um, colorful, that's what makes it sound like I swear to her, I don't, like, it's like, I just, I have a lot of power in my words, and I'm able to tear someone down very easily with my words, so sometimes I'll snap, and I'll be like, I'll say something like, oh, we're not gonna know what I said yesterday, but I'll say something like that will hurt her. And then she'll be like, Emily, you really hurt my feelings. And then I'm just like, oh, sorry. Like, and I like go on about how I'm sorry, but then my mom snaps at me. Like my mom doesn't yell at me very often. I yell at her a lot more than she yells at me. But when she does yell at me, it's normally because of something I said, not because of something I did.
0: Oh, there you go. Wow, that was That's your a, own confession. Yeah, I guess. And that it sounds was. like more like when I get in trouble with you than when you get in trouble with me. And when I get in
3: trouble with you. okay. Okay. It's true. No, no, it's, it's all true. good.
0: It's all good. That was great. That was great. That was very vulnerable of you to share that. I That's loved
1: a, it. I know it's kind of a neat way of saying it. it's not often it's not often what happens. It's where the conversation escalates to.
0: Yeah. That's it's usually true. where
1: you get in more and more trouble.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah, and it gets more heated. It gets for more sure. heated.
1: And you as a parent get worked up. And it's actually not that big of a deal of what happened. It is, but it becomes yeah. so big when the reaction starts yeah. to happen. Yeah, it's true. Right?
0: I would say though, I just ha- I just wanna I just wanna actually say something because you specifically shared that story. You don't actually hurt my feelings very often. No, it's no. It's very, very rare that you actually hurt my feelings yesterday. yeah.
3: I think <laughs> yes. you hurt my feelings more than I hurt your feelings. Oh,
0: I hurt your feelings yesterday
3: too? Oh, not yesterday. Oh,
0: but you no, have. yes. I hurt your feelings way more than you hurt my feelings. <laughs> for true. sure. For sure. Yes, in our relationship. Well, this is pretty raw. V, uh,
1: <laughs> do you want to share oh yeah things. I have a story <laughs> Ryan, you
0: sound a little scared
1: <laughs> I am I'm like can we stop it right here that was great thank you for joining us on our podcast
2: today <laughs> um I have a really good story that actually happened last week of an example of it going from nothing to something really intense so we were sitting here on my dinner table and Jada was telling a story and she was like yeah it happened two weeks ago and I was like no it was three weeks ago and Jada was like no it's two and the mom's like okay whatever like just get to the story and I was like no like It was three weeks ago, like, we need to, we have to make sure that it's, like, the right time, and then my dad came in and was like, guys, like, you're acting like your Uncle Dan, like, it's fine, like, just, it was two weeks, doesn't matter, get out with the story, and then I turned to my mom, because my mom was saying, like, "V, like, leave Jada alone, and then we started talking, my mom and I, about, like, how we were, like, getting into the discussion of how I had to be right all the time, And then she just got on my case and then I was like, no, I don't always have to be right. And my mom's like, I'm the same, but you do always have to be right. And I was denying it. And basically by the end, Jada and my dad had already cleaned up the table and the kitchen and left. And we were still discussing about meaning to be right all the time. It was really intense.
1: It was pretty intense. And I just have to bring a little because Uncle Dan was brought into this conversation (laughs) just in case family (laughs) listens to (laughs) that. It's because Jay and Dan used to argue about who was more accurate it would drive me crazy we were dating they'd say yeah we have to meet about 12 10 and Jay would be like no about 12 15 Dan be like no I think it was 12 10 I'd be like does five minutes really matter can we just say after 12 so that was kind of the conversation as a joke just I felt like I had to say that in case someone in the family listened and Dan was brought in that it was in a
0: bad way (laughs) it was about being accurate and Funny. It was, it's kind of an inside joke. That's so funny. I That's know so it is. Funny. Oh, okay. Gosh. So while we're talking about kind of getting in trouble, what are some ways that your moms that we discipline you? So like, what would be some consequences of things that you do or how, if, you know, you do do something wrong and correction needs to happen, or you need to, we need to have a conversation about that or a consequence comes, what does that kind of look like, you know, from parenting from moms?
3: Okay, well, when I was little, it would be like, you have to go to bed early tonight, and so, like, I'd go to bed at 7 instead of 8. But now that I'm getting older, I don't have a bedtime, so
0: it's more like... You don't have a phone. bedtime? What? <laughs> you don't have a bedtime? No. <laughs> what? Your bedtime was, like, 10. Yeah,
3: totally. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, <laughs> keep going.
3: Um. No, so, like, now it's basically just, like, the phone gets taken away, but doesn't really work anymore because I don't have a phone well I do but I don't at the same time
0: what do you mean you don't have a phone I don't have a phone on school days oh okay that's a good that's a good one yeah I know good job mom
3: well (laughs) mom point one (laughs) (laughs) um so but like I find we don't get a lot of consequences it's more like discussions and it's more like having a conversation about what went wrong why went wrong and how we can change it it's a lot less like okay, you know what, you're grounded, you're not allowed to leave the house, like, it's not really like that, it's more, okay, well, tonight, your friend can't come over, you can, we're going to just simmer in this, and then tomorrow we'll pick up where we left off. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: How do you find that?
3: I think it's reasonable, like, it makes sense in my brain. Yes.
2: Cool.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: That's a good way. How about you, V? Um... I definitely think that it's kind of the same. Like usually, well, I used to get put into a car seat when I was really, really small as a discipline. But now I think it really varies on, yeah, what I, kind of what I did wrong. And usually it'll be like kind of in the same sense. Like I know I've had a couple of times my music taken away, which is like a big deal. Like it was just my music, which was the worst discipline that's ever happened to me. But it, same thing, like it's more discussion over actual like discipline I think definitely I feel like
1: after you talk I have to keep doing a like a turn back to kind of explain (laughs) like car seat I don't know if anyone listening is like what is she talking about she's put in a car seat (laughs) anyways that's for another discussion when you're dealing with wild toddlers
0: yes for (laughs) sure yeah we're talking about parenting teens today (laughs) this did not happen yesterday yeah when you're little meaning like two car seat. <laughs> She's eight years old and <laughs> dropped into the car seat. <laughs> People are like, what is happening here? Anyway. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So if you girls were to talk more about discipline, what, w- what advice would you give to us about effective ways to get through to you about things we need to communicate? Would you have any advice for us as moms about how you think we could do better at you know, helping you to understand, you know, what we think you need to understand or to bring correction or what do you Mm -hmm. think? What do you think? Mm -hmm. If you were sitting in the mom's shoes, what advice would you give us?
3: I think I'd say like, you have to go a lot more from their opinion less of your opinion, because when you're agreeing with the person, you're more likely to listen because you're more interested in what they're saying because you guys are basically talking about the same thing. So I would say like, Go approach that in more of like a, I hear you, like, I get that, that makes a lot of sense to me, but I think it could be really healthy if we did this instead of this. And, or like, try and apply it to their like day to day life, like, okay, here, instead, why don't we take your phone and put it away at eight to nine and you, it'll charge in the hallway, but you can still have it after school. Like, just reasonable ways to like communicate that and properly, like, not aggressively. And even, like, when like when I would get aggressive, like, just continuously not to be aggressive because then it just, you know, it goes back and Escalates. forth. Yeah, so I would say, like, around those lines.
0: So you think, so So if I'm hearing you correctly, you might feel sometimes like I don't actually listen to you. Oh, 100% of the time.
3: <laughs> 100% no, of the like, time? No, maybe, like, 50% of the time, half the time, yeah.
0: That I don't actually hear what what you have to say and you'd like me to hear a little bit more. Well, that might
3: just be because I'm a very opinionated person and you're disagreeing with me, but
0: yeah, no, essentially. I, think, I think that's, oh yeah, I think that's good. I think that's really good. Good feedback. I, I appreciate that. Okay.
2: And, uh, UV. <laughs> so or are <we're> speaking <laughs> on terms of like specifically or just like in general. Me. Like Okay. Well, I think that actually like, to be honest, like it goes pretty well because usually I get guilty really, really, really quickly which means I just come and I like to you and I'm like, I'm sorry that I did this. Like I like I recognize quite quickly like what I did and I just feel bad. So I just go and apologize. So like if I'm being honest, like there's nothing really, there's nothing really to improve in the way like discipline. Like it, I find it actually goes really well.
1: Do you feel like I hear you? Like Emma was just saying. Do you feel like when are a heated moment?
2: Oh um, no. <laughs> okay. I mean, so here we go. Well, in the moment, though, because I'm so focused on, like, sometimes you'll actually say something that's agreeing with what I'm saying, but I don't hear you. So then, like, I don't think that really, like, I feel like you do hear me a lot of the time because you'll acknowledge it. You'll be like, like, yeah, I hear what you're saying, but, like, and then you add on to that, making more of a compromise. But, no, I do think that you listen to what I'm saying in a moment like that.
1: Is there a way that I can improve?
2: Well, I don't. Be, like honestly, I don't really know right now. Okay, so, so just make you feel bad more?
1: Yeah, definitely, because that will
2: definitely make me feel really guilty, and I'll just say sorry all the time. Perfect, <laughs> sweet. <laughs> I
0: know. Okay, okay. Let's 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 talk about that for a second. So, how does that play out, Vienna? How uh, the guilt, the guilt aspect of? Oh man. Well, you I'm... can be honest. I'm... You can be honest. Ah. Don't feel guilty. Don't
2: feel guilty. To what you're gonna I share? I won't.
1: You well, can share.
2: So, like, how does, that, yeah, to, yeah, how does that yeah, get? How does that get play out? Let's just say we'll take an example that happened in a in a store. So usually I'm better at it now, but we used to go to the grocery store, and as a typical thirteen year old, you want a, a specific food that's usually bad for you, like licorice candy or chips. So you go to your mom and you're like, "Hey, mom, like, can we get this?" And then your mom says, "No, we don't need that." So you go and put it away. But obviously, being the person I was, I continued to nag my mom about getting the chips that I really, really wanted. So my mom would be like, fine, just put them in. And I'd be like, wait, really? She'd be like, just put them in, whatever, it's fine. Like, I'll just, like, it's fine, just put them in. And I'd be like, oh my gosh, are you serious? And so in shock that suddenly I'd feel bad that my mom had to pay for the chips because I was annoying her. So then she would just not, she'd just look at me with her eyes down and just shake her head and look away. And I'd be like, Oh my gosh, I feel so guilty. I'll just put the chips away. Because I felt so bad that you were guilting me into I feel like it was like a reverse psychology kind of thing. Like you'd say yes, so I would feel guilty. <laughs> like that's what happened. So I just feel so guilty that I would put the like the chips back because I felt bad about you actually saying yes and being like, Yeah, whatever, it's fine the put them in. Like we'll just like whatever it's fine. Just put them in. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> It I actually happens. do that it actually still happens today I'm not gonna lie it, it still does. happens like oh shoot it's worked really well so now i gotta think
1: no else. it still
2: works like if i want to have <gasps> oh that's a good. friend over yeah. i'll be like mom like please i really want them to come over like i'll take care of everything like please and you're like no 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 and i'd be like mom like come on and you're like fine i wanted to have a night for myself but you know what you can have a friend over it's fine <laughs> Just take care of everything. And I'll be like, okay, never mind. I'll just cancel it. They won't come over. You'll use it against me. And I feel so guilty. So I'll just cancel my own plans because you said you wanted a night for yourself. So that's usually what happens nowadays, which is quite often. It occurs sometimes. I, it occurs, so, it occurs sometimes, yeah, sometimes, yeah, I'd like to crack oh, not often, sometimes, sometimes, oh man, this
1: okay. is so funny, I'm crying, just so people know, oh. we're trying not to laugh too hard to take over what
0: they're saying, <laughs> and Lori and I are literally crying, oh, we're man. laughing so hard, okay, mom guilt, Emma, oh, that's do you ever get real. any mom guilt? Oh yeah, um, for sure,
3: definitely, like, I think especially when, like, I know that, like, I hurt my mom's feelings or something. She's like, Emma, I'm completely fine. I don't even care, okay? Because my mom kind of is a 14-year-old girl in a way. And so... Um... so <laughs> No, mom. You know that's true. Don't even deny it. Like I mean, I think my dad's a little bit more of a 14-year-old girl than you are, but... <laughs> I just got roasted so hard. Anyway. Okay, no. I, <laughs> I think that, like, you'll you get... Sometimes you'll get a little bit petty towards me. And you'll just be like, Emma, mom. We're... No. We're, no this is not happening or you'll be like I'll be like okay it'll go like a couple hours will go by and I'll be like okay I'll ask the question again is your room clean yeah it's clean Emma there is a sock in the middle of the floor that is not clean you cannot have your friend over. like I think you just get a little bit more petty and then for guilt for guilt definitely I don't think it's easy and it's hard to make me feel guilty but it's more like I don't feel guilty I just feel like I don't like when people are upset with me. So, like, I just feel like I have to go, Mom, no, I'm sorry. Okay. Like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Like, it's good. I'll just, I'll just move on. So, it's less like I'm like, come oh, on. But I'm a little bit more like, oh, no, don't be mad at me. Okay. Like, I really, I'm, I'm really trying my best. Okay. Totally. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You do. You do that. You do. You, you know, it's funny. I don't, I, 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 this, this conversation is very interesting because I'm trying to think, like, do I actually use guilt as, do I use guilt to try to get, You know my or assert my way, and I, I, I don't do it intentionally. If I do it, but I have seen how guilt works on you, and so, like Emma, can be very convincing, and she does not let things go like ever if she wants something. (laughs) So it's very similar to how V was was describing a minute ago, where it's like, Mom, like I want a friend over. I want a friend over. I want. Can I have a friend over? Can I have a friend over all day long? All day long, and then she'll wear me down. And then finally, I'll be like, fine, like, fine, you can have a friend over, like, just go and call your friend, it's fine. And the second the fine comes, because she can tell that it's not, I don't actually want to do that. And I'm kind of mad saying, fine, you get your way do it she can see that I'm upset about that instantly yeah it's, a, it's true you know you'll turn it around you'll be like I'm sorry like I know I feel so bad now I now I probably shouldn't do it like I feel bad I don't want it I don't want to have the friend over like are you sure like I have to convince her that I'm actually okay for her to do that in order for her to feel okay to go yeah. ahead with it right yeah that's, you,
3: that's definitely accurate yeah
0: yeah sure. yeah That's yeah. kind of how that guilt thing plays out. So it's interesting to think about, you know, even for us who are moms, like how do we allow guilt to, how do we use guilt to kind of get what we need or get what we want? But also I think to be honest, we oh could wow. probably turn this around onto the daughters too <laughs> oh my where? where Please tell us yeah. yeah I think you guys also try to guilt us into things elaborate as well by the constant nag you do try to make us feel guilty for not giving into you for what it is that you want for having that friend of her by giving us a hundred reasons why that friend should come over or a hundred reasons why, you know, we should go for that ice cream or a hundred reasons why, you know, whatever it is that you want. And then we feel guilty and then we finally give in and then it switches. And it usually
1: is on a weekend where we have done a bazillion things and we're like, we just want to finally put our feet up. Can we do this? And you're like, no. But the funny thing is in that situation, we then feel we give in And then we end up convincing you why you should even, that's fine to be able to do what we had said no in the beginning. (laughs) How does that even happen? (laughs) We say no, no, no. Then we feel, we finally say fine. And then they feel bad. And then we're like, no, really, you should have your friend over.
0: (laughs) What in the world? So true. Isn't that funny? So true. And it's always Saturday night. Yes. Saturday night. Because Sunday is our Monday, right? And so literally we're like, oh, Saturday night, like, oh, can we please just have a couple hours? (laughs) Exactly. So, guilt, it's amazing how we use it on
1: all sides to get what we want. We've, you know, we we do it not meaning to, but it also is something maybe our kids are learning too to kind of, we're actually experiencing that. We then feel guilty because we wear down. Yeah. And we think, oh, maybe I don't need, oh, maybe that's fine. But no, sometimes we actually need just to say no. Yeah. Which we do too. But oh, yeah, for lots. Sure. For sure. But I think in those situations, it's pretty funny. That's it's pretty life. funny. I feel guilty
2: right now for doing that. <laughs> I can't feel bad. What now have I saying, done? What have <laughs> I, I done? I just feel bad super, super easily. And I, I feel guilty right now. Now, I'm not gonna lie.
0: I feel bad. <laughs> Don't feel bad, be, but, be free. But, but like could you could you a- acknowledge or admit that you do do that. No, a hundred percent. That's so true. That's why I feel guilty. It's so true. That's funny. That's really, really Next funny. time
1: this happens, we'll be like, do you remember that conversation on the podcast? Oh, no.
0: oh. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah, like, oh, no. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. That's so funny. Okay. So parenting fails. Oh,
3: goodness. Oh, yeah. Parenting fails. So do you have any
0: parenting fails? Like where did we really just, whoops. That was not good. Like, that just was. There not good. are some funny stories. <laughs>
3: there are some good ones. Okay. Okay. Emma, so you're going to. We're going to go back to fourth grade, Emma, okay? Let's just say the way I have changed between fourth grade and ninth grade, it's a lot of things have changed. So, when I was in fourth grade, I had a really big appetite. I ate a lot. I was kind of a really chubby kid, but. It's okay. I mean, you weren't that chubby,
0: but you were you're I w- getting... I was getting.
3: I was like. Get- if, we on just your kept way. on the same track, I would have been an obese human being. So, pretty much <laughs> I was really sensitive about my weight when I was little and my mom. <laughs> so my brother, okay, my brother, he is like he weighs three pounds. Like he's so tiny, he always has been. And so and he can eat like so much food and literally put on nothing. But then like me, it's like I can eat so much food and I put on like eight pounds, and you're like, oops. Um <laughs> so he was sitting beside me, and he was, like, eating this gigantic bowl of cereal. And I was like, that looks so good. I want one. So I pull out the cereal, and I pull out the bowl, and my mom comes in, and she's like, Emma, I think, I think we should read the proportions on the box. <laughs> and so she takes out this measuring cup, and it's half a cup. Literally, like, if you put your hands out, like, basically, like, a handful of cereal.
0: I'm feeling a lot of shame right now. It's, like, the smallest this.
3: amount of cereal. And I... Was completely mortified. I was so upset. I was screaming. I went to my room. I didn't want to talk to her. She completely body shamed me. And I don't think she, like, you didn't intend to do that. No. But you definitely 100% did. Oh, Basically, yes. Like, I mean, you were fat and you were eating too much. You need to stop. So that, that's a good one. It's a good one.
0: Oh <laughs> yeah, that was a parenting fail. Listen, it's a hard, that is a hard <laughs> one to navigate if your child is loving food eating more than they should be eating. And they're gaining weight, like they're gaining weight fast. You know, you're Mexico. kind of watching them month after month after month, and they're putting on more and more and more weight. And I mean, I, I've, I've seen in the rhythm of kids that kind of as they come into adolescence, there sometimes is depending on their metabolism and all of that, sometimes they gain a little and then they grow and they kind of lengthen out. But, you know, she's the first girl and I haven't really navigated this too, too much with my other two boys. And you know, and she was like, food was her favorite. <laughs> so I'm like, what do I do about this? And I thought that would be a sensitive way to handle it. No, no <laughs> it wasn't. It taught me a huge lesson. And we, we tried to navigate that differently yeah. from that point on. But ooh, that was a big fail. My appetite has completely changed and I eat like three That's things true. a day. So <laughs> That's true. But oh, yeah, that was bad. That was bad. Okay, Vienna,
2: do you have a story to share today? Um, Yes. I would like to touch on Christmas. (laughs) Oh, boy. Christmas, okay, is the best day of the year. Like, it doesn't get better than that. Like, Jesus was born, but then as a young (laughs) child, like, you care about the presents, right? Okay, yeah. So, let's just say that one year, I'm going to admit that I was being so selfish, and my dad peels potatoes every night, like, every Christmas, on, like, right after we open up our gifts, he'll peel potatoes while watching the new Rock'em Sock'em that it gets every year. And my mom will help us fold our clothes and put all the wrapping paper away. So, one year I decided in my mind that it would be a great idea to just speak what I was thinking in that moment as my mom was literally wrapping, like putting all our stuff away. So I come up to her and like, I felt no like guilt or shame in this moment. And I said, mom, I am really <laughs> thankful. <laughs> For what I got, like, thank you so much, but I'm super sad that I didn't get Just Dance. And in that moment, if you have ever seen Jason Corto mad, it is the scariest thing on the planet, and he stopped in the middle of peeling one of his potatoes, slowly turned his head to look at my mom, who was looking at me with, like, death in her eyes, like, I was going to die, I thought I was going to die. My mom stands up. My dad starts yelling at me that I needed to get my mind straight. And they were like, We just gave you all this stuff. We just bought everything for you. Can you not be thankful? You're being so selfish. And I just kind of sat there and I was grounded for Christmas Day. <laughs> I, like, at least wait. At least wait till after. But I had to wait right from that moment. I had to go up to my room. I had to write an apology letter and I had to sit in shame. Literally, I sat in the middle of all my gifts crying. I just sat in a circle with all my gifts, blowing my eyes out. And then I came down at one point, really shamefully. My mom said, Go back upstairs, you're not ready yet. And I was, I felt so bad. I ran back up, started crying again. And then I was grounded for Christmas Day. And that was the worst Christmas of my life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, oh
2: man! It's re- I know oh, it's pretty bad. Story, eh? It's a good though. one, and wow. you know what? Every
1: year now on Christmas, V will say, "Mom, I love everything." I got, <laughs> it's true, but I wish I just got just dance <laughs> as a joke. But you know, it's true. In that moment, I'm like, "Wow, that was way over the top punishment for what actually happened." But it was just emotional. Yeah, the
0: shock, yeah. The
1: shock after you see this heap of all these gifts, and it was just something came over me, and so that was that was a fail it on was, that day. It, it probably, so it bad. definitely should have waited.
2: And like, yeah, I day, felt so bad. I, I grounded so you for bad. a week. I wrote you even a letter, and I you did. I, gave I, it, I remember I gave it to Dad, and Dad went, "I'm gonna read it later." And I was like, what? You're not going to read now? And then you're like, Vienna, I don't think you're ready yet. How could you go back to your room? <laughs> I felt so bad. It was a terrible day. It was a terrible day. Oh,
0: it was. No. That's brutal. I know. Those are some funny stories. So funny.
3: Yeah. No. Okay. Hmm. Okay. I'm trying to think. I feel like I have more like arguments and disagreements with my dad than I do with my mom. So like I find that there's not as many with my mom. And, like, also because she's a girl, like, she gets a lot more. So, but I, I, I can think of, like, funny stories that aren't really fails. She's rolled over the car with a couple of my items underneath the wheels. Uh, a lunch <laughs> for school, my longboard, you know. Just a few items that um
0: are now lost. Oh, whoops. Well. <laughs> Sorry about that.
3: Um, Yeah, I find, like, it's more with my dad, like, that I could find things that I was like, oh maybe not bad, but, Yeah. <laughs>
0: Okay. Well, we'll save that for dad's yeah. podcast. someday. <laughs> Father's day. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Wow. Well, girls, I know that you have a lot of friends, you know, there's a lot of, um, friends at high school, a kid's your age that, you know, you're, you're with all the time. Um, and you know, we, we're in contact too. like being a part of a, a church, like with lots of moms who don't have as good relationships with their kids. If you were to think about, you know, a mom who doesn't have a great relationship with their their children or their daughter, what advice might you give them for how to cultivate a healthy or a good or a better relationship with their daughter? What are some things that moms can do to kind of lean into that with their kids? Because it's hard. It's you know, as a mom, I can say, you know, when your when your relationship with your daughter strained, it is it eats you up inside. Like it's, it's not, it's hard to sit in that space, you know, and sometimes, you know, just as humans, even as we've shared these funny stories, you know, but we do get stuck in what we think is right. And sometimes come to an impasse, but you know, for you girls and from your perspective, um, what, what might you say, what advice might you give to moms who are struggling in in their relationships with their daughters?
2: I would definitely, the first thing that comes to mind is just patience. Like, sometimes I find, like, moms will just want an immediate, like, amazing relationship with their daughter, like, instantly as they've seen with other teenagers. But it's different for everyone. Like, it literally is different for everyone. And it's just patience. Really being patient with your teen and just kind of, first of all, trying at least to get an insight of where they are, like, where Mm -hmm. they're at in the moment. And just taking that and applying it and being like, okay, I'm just going to let them know that I'm still here for them, but you need to just be patient that they will come to you. It's natural. Like for a daughter to go to her mom, like it's just natural and it will, it will, it will happen. Like just be patient with them. That's good yeah. advice, V. How it about is. you, Ems?
3: Um, okay. Yeah. Patience, I think is definitely key to every relationship. I think communication really big thing too. I think like as a daughter, like you need to communicate how you're feeling to your mom like mom i feel like you do this and it hurts me so that the mom has like to take can take that and improve on it but i also think it's important for the mom not only to like give the daughter like space to like cool down but like stop like throwing things at her like if you know she's getting worked up or she's shut down she doesn't want to talk to you then don't talk to her let her come to you or say hey i'm really sorry for what i said if it hurt you in any way, if you want to talk, I'm here, but just like giving them that decision to come to them. And I think, yeah, patience is such a big thing in a relationship because without patience, like it's just fire and it can definitely cause like men's and people's hearts and like uncomfort in between the people. So yeah, definitely communication I think would be key.
1: Those are some really wise thoughts. You know, you it is a long run it's a marathon run with your girls we pray for many many years and so it sometimes it's true we want immediate results because we do look around and i i can say i'm so grateful I look at the two of you girls and you're you're just amazing the two of you you really are fabulous girls and it you know i often will say to be it's been easy to parent yes there's challenging in parents oh my, in parenting but really decisions you've made the way you've chosen god the way you've chosen to live your life the way you're trying to develop a relationship with us is so important because it is two ways. And sometimes as a mom, we're ready for that, but the daughter definitely has to be ready to come to that place too. And that is patience like you're talking Mm -hmm. about. And just you saying that, it just is a fresh awakening to me to say like, I'm so grateful, like speaking specifically, you'd be that you want that relationship with me, that there's that exchange together. And so you saying that to moms, it is hopeful. It will come, but to have patience because it is a two way got to be an exchange
2: did you want to say something about that yeah mate? I just wanted to add to it and like another big big thing that I just thought of is like like moms should not be comparing themselves to other moms yeah. who have relationships like I think that often where like a mother would feel like it oh our relationship is broken is after seeing someone with an incredible relationship with their daughter like that's where it really comes from saying like oh I don't have that So, like, how can I have a good relationship with my daughter? So, it's really being, like, you've got to realize that your relationship with your daughter is going to be different than everyone else's. So, don't be looking at Mm -hmm. other relationships saying, like, I wish I had that. Like, God has something between you and your daughter that no one else is going to have. So, just don't compare yourself to other relationships that moms have with their daughters. That's powerful. That's good. I
3: think another thing that's really key is, like, a relationship without boundaries is broken so I think that like boundaries like to set proper and healthy boundaries in a relationship is extremely important but I think like coming from a side of less a little more like on the surface a lot less deep just go for things that she's interested in being just like hey okay she really likes ice cream let's go out on an ice cream date like just looking for like the smaller things that she really enjoys and Doing those things with her will make it a lot more special for your daughter to get to share that with you. Like, even though they might want to go do with their friend, like if it's something they love, there's, there's almost no way that you can like ruin that for them. So I think like just searching for things that they're interested in and helping them like pursue their career, like their passions and what they want to do with their lives is extremely helpful in making like a mend in that relationship.
0: That's very good. Wow. Excellent. That's really good. You guys, that, that is really insightful. I think that I agree with Rhonda too, though, that in order to cultivate a healthy relationship with your daughter, it is a two way street. And so, you know, it's definitely something I want to have with my daughters, but I'm so thankful that it's something my daughters want to have with me too. And it's something that they initiate with me as well as I initiate with them, or they reciprocate when I initiate. And so, I'm so thankful for that. And I don't take that for granted because, um, yeah, I, ju- I just don't take it for granted because not it's not every single relationship is like that. So I so appreciate that. Um, one other little uh, thing I want to just ask about for moms, um, I don't know if you feel this way too, Rhonda, but you know the, the world of social media is a space for, for parents, for moms, that is just really hard to stay on top of we, it's just running so fast ahead of us. You know, you guys as teens are right in the world 10 times more than we are. You know more about it. And so I know my instinct is to be like, I don't want you to have any of it. Like I would rather you don't have any of it because I don't want it to rule you. I don't want it to ruin you. I don't want it to do have the damaging effects that social media can have. But I know that's not the wise thing to do. I know we have to learn about it and figure out healthy boundaries within it. What can you guys speak to moms about, about helping to cultivate healthy boundaries with social media, from your perspective as teens?
3: Um, Okay, I think that social media has a lot of negatives and positives, pros and cons, but I think, like, if this kid's just, like, dying for that, and, like, you think that they're at a point in their maturity that they're able to handle that, then give it to them, but, like, help them to understand, like, okay, well... If you're going to have this, I'm going to go through your phone. I'm going to make sure what you're looking at is appropriate and what you're doing on those social media platforms is healthy for you. I think that's really important because it doesn't only, like, put in that, um, like, fear or, like, okay, well, if my mom's going to check that, I really shouldn't look at that. Like, it also just gives you that proper boundary in saying, like, okay,
2: if I don't want my mom to see it, I shouldn't see it either
0: wow yeah that's good that's great
2: um personally I don't have social media I'm not I got rid of it like a year and a half ago like I haven't actually been inside the loop like I'm not part of the social media community but I do know that one thing that was really really important is I find social media is a big obviously it's a big deal for teens because that's kind of a way for them to prove themselves mm-hmm. in the sense of they're able to take really nice pictures and to just prove who they are as people on social media. And it's just kind of, it's kind of, I know that it was a little scary for me to even like see that all the time. So it's just kind of being aware of like Emma said, like you've got to know what's happening, what's happening on like social media, like what are they seeing, what are they doing? Just having understanding of that is super, super important. So I'm totally in agreement with Emma.
0: That's great. Yeah, that's great. And I mean, that's, you know, what we've done in our house. You know, if uh, my kids are on social media up until a certain age, you know, I have access to their social media, i be able to look through it and check. And I have access to all of their phones. I pay for all their phones. So obviously (laughs) I I can check all their phones. But we, you know, we have conversations as well because we want it to be not an invasion of their privacy, but actually to come as a safe a safeguard for their lives and for, uh, you know, for that. And, you know, I, I appreciate that you value that. That's, uh, that's really, really awesome. Um, you know, social media is not the only thing, but also texting, FaceTime, yeah, all the, sure. everything sure. that kind of comes in the phone brings this whole world that we as moms didn't have to deal with when we were teenagers. So it really is a new, uh, it's a new thing that we feel, you know, just ill-equipped and feel vulnerable. in And vulnerable. We, we've
1: never really dealt with it. So we're yeah, trying to figure it out. out and I love, it Emma, you had talked about boundaries and I think that's it. It's really having open discussions about boundaries because boundaries is love to say and God gives us boundaries in the word. It's like we want to protect you because it is meant to protect, but to have a mutual understanding of the why, because that's the big part is those discussions of why this is happening, why these boundaries, we're going to do this together. And this is what the rules are ahead of time so that it's clear. Yeah. And so I think that's, uh, that's wonderful feedback for us as moms and for all the moms listening. I know they'll really appreciate that.
0: I do think, in some ways, some parents might be surprised to find out some of the things we've allowed our kids to do, and allowed our kids to try, and allowed our kids to um, just have access to in order to help them to navigate the challenges that come within those realms, whether it is around, you know, music they listen to, movies they watch or social media things, you know, for Vienna to come to the conclusion that social media wasn't something that she wanted in her Mm -hmm. life. That wasn't something you required of her as a parent. That was something you allowed her to have. And she came to that conclusion on her own based on how she wanted to live her life. And so I think too, just an advice for parents is that, um, just taking things away or just saying absolutely no to everything or creating really, really, really strict, strict, strict boundaries, sometimes doesn't give your kids the tools they need to navigate those things. Um, Because they're going to come at some point, whether it's now, whether it's later, they are going to come at some point. And so all along the way, we have to be equipping our kids to be able to navigate the world they live in.
1: It's so true, because there's going to be a day they're going to leave, they're not going to be in our home. And it'll be like binge. You'll just be able to do all of that freely. You want to be able to handle it and to grow age appropriately to be able to handle and to navigate this themselves. Because this will be decisions they'll have to make that we won't be a part of in the near future, really. So, yeah. So, girls, if we were to finish on a question, what are you thankful for
2: about your mom? So, V. I'm gonna speak right to you. What are you okay. thankful
1: for about
2: me? Well, there's a lot. Like, how? What do you like? Do you want me to tell you everything? Because I, <laughs> I, I mean, we'll be here for like an hour if we have to. Okay, I'm okay with that. Um, if I could just kind of sum it up into one, like a couple things, I'm really, really thankful for. I think you're very, very, you're very open, and it's just kind of in open in the way that you allow Jade and I to really under, like there's good open communication. And I'm just so thankful for that because often when there's a lack of that, when there's a lack of communication, it's like two ships in the night. You're just missing constantly. And it's so good to have like that open, like this is what's happening in my life. This is what happening in your life. Like just being able to really talk about that and just being open in the house and that you don't have a filter on anything, like, in the sense of there's nothing we can't talk about, like, sometimes as moms, you may feel uncomfortable to speak on certain things with your, your kids, right, like, really uncomfortable things, but you're very unfiltered, you're just like, this has got to be addressed, but you do it in a good way, like, you ease into it to make sure that we're not, like, freaking out, running away, like, oh my gosh, I'm talking about this with my mom, it's, It's so good, and it's made, if you could do that with the hard stuff, then talking about everything is so easy. Like, it's just so easy. So I think just you being so open and unfiltered, I'm very, very thankful for. This is like an early Mother's Day gift. I'm feeling really
1: happy. Thank you, V. And I feel like, moms,
2: you should ask your kids this.
1: It makes you feel really, because you you really do wonder if you're doing things right. There is that vulnerability as a parent to be like, I really hope what I'm doing is being done around I'm doing it with my whole heart, but I really hope it's working. So thanks for sharing that V I love that.
0: And what about you,
3: M? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Well obviously like there's so many things that I'm thankful for. Like like just I think one of the things I'm most thankful for is your playful nature, like and how it's I'm like a 14 year old girl. Yeah, exactly. Like and <laughs> how it's we're able not only to have like vulnerable and serious moments, but we're also able just to be absolutely insane. Here's a good story. One time I was chasing my mom around the house and she tripped over my dog's bed and completely <laughs> fell, but she just got up and started running again because she didn't want me to catch her. And this was like a year <laughs> ago, not even. So like, I just think like things like that, so how we're able just to have like that.
2: V's <laughs> dying over the corner laughing, thinking of Lori Fowler. It was really funny. We, we were trying. We were all laughing. Yeah, yeah. It was really funny. Um
3: appreciate like having moments like that or like that we'll go downstairs and we'll have a sleepover and we'll watch movies all night but then again like also going down to like a little bit more of like the deeper stuff that like you'll come in and you'll be be like hey are you okay like just like on a weekly basis just to make sure that my mental and my like my mentality is doing okay and I think it's you just you have a very good way of communicating and being like like V said, super like no filter and just kind of like, we can talk about everything. We've talked about everything. <laughs> um, so I really appreciate that. And it's super duper helpful growing up, having that role model in your life.
0: Oh, thank you. Um, and I love, love, love having you as a daughter too. I know one of the things I'm most thankful for you about you as well is, not only am I unfiltered, but you're also totally unfiltered. And I love that. I love that you feel open enough to sh- tell me almost everything. And even the things you don't tell me at first, you always tell me later, anyways. <laughs> and I just love that about you. Like, I love your honesty. I love your openness. And I love that you're just like, hey, this is me. Like, and you just put yourself out there. Like, you're not trying to perform for me. You're not trying to give me what you think I am expecting. You just, you're yourself. You're hundred percent yourself. And I love you just as you are. And I love also your passion for people. You are so, so, so passionate about people and you care for them so, so well. And it's something I just completely admire in you and um, respect about you. And I think it's something that God is always going to use in your life and in your future. But I just love to see how much you care for people and how much you care for them. And if there was any fault, it would be that you care too much. <laughs> if that could be even a fault. I learned from but, the best. <laughs> that's very sweet. Dad. But anyways. <laughs> I can't smell that. Kidding. Kidding. That
2: was
1: a perfect setup. Girl, oh my gosh. I'm
3: that kidding. was I'm excellent. Joking. That was good. I'm that was really Dad good. doesn't
0: like people. <laughs> No, that's so funny, And it's,
1: it's beautiful because like yeah. oh, you're very open, Emma, and you've been like that since you were a little girl. Yeah. Just open. And V, you are open too, but it takes you sometimes time.
2: Oh, it takes a long time. It takes a
1: long time. It takes a long time. You know, so some of the parents listening thinking, oh, I wish my daughter would tell me. Well, sometimes like you talked about patience, you have to fish a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like
2: keep kind of going at that same question. Oh, I'm talking about like it takes weeks for it, You'll be like. Hey, hey, and I don't want to talk about this right now. Can we talk about it later? And then tomorrow I'll do the same thing. But I do. We always get to it We children. do. And that's the thing. I think for some
1: parents, some children, because, mm-hmm. you know, you can, as you know, when you're a parent, if you've got multiple children, they're all different. And I think what I appreciate, V, is that you will come to it. And you just think from your mind. You have to kind of process things a little bit. It takes you a little bit to process it before you're ready to kind of deliver it. And you're very private, too. And so I... I've had to learn to allow that space. And that's hard sometimes because I don't always have the patience. But I appreciate that you do come around, like Lori talking about that, whether it's right away when you're frustrated, but even when I have to keep coming back and keep addressing it, (laughs) because I know it's there and I feel it. I just don't want to dismiss it. You will tell me, I don't want to talk about it right now. And that's okay. That's actually very courageous to say, I don't want to talk about it right now. I'm not ready. That's okay to say. And I do appreciate that about you. And I, love the way that you lead yourself. You're a very strong leader, but even internally, you like to check your emotions. You like to kind of make sure to filter through what you're feeling and you take time to process and you have the courage to say, I'm not quite ready to talk about it because you are take a bit more time and that's okay. And I love that about you. I do love that. And I respect that deeply. And we're both kind of like that, which is interesting. We're both open, but when it gets deeper and deeper, we take a little bit to kind of let those things come out. But when we do, it's it's like treasure. Like it's a real gem. And I hold on to that. So I'm okay to be a treasure digger. Like I'm digging all the time. I'm like, I want to get all those little treasures.
0: <laughs> Very so good. So
1: for those moms, like keep digging. Keep yeah. just gently putting that line out and keeping it coming because on those really hard conversations, we're not just talking about the I'm annoyed with this or I'm frustrated. We're talking about those deep things as a teen or as a, a woman you're facing. Just to keep putting those lines up because a day will come. Don't give up. Don't give up, but just be very gentle and patient, and allowing that digging process to happen,
0: for sure. Well, we hope uh, we hope that you've enjoyed uh, our girls' tell-all session of our Awakening Moments podcast today. And uh, as we get ready to leave, I just want to remind you that there is more in you than you could possibly realize, and that you are worthy of love.
1: Thank you for listening to the Awakening Moments podcast today. Like or subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends. Follow us on Instagram at Boucher and ronda.corto. May you be awakened to the moments that matter the most.